Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Sean Falk, Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And back in the production note, but off camera, Mr. Craig Williams. We like him off camera. It's a favor to you. Um, all right, so in uh, this, uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about the 10 most searched on menus on the Diz. Now, if you didn't know, on, in, the, in the dining area of the Diz, www.info.com, um, we have all the menus from every quick service and table service restaurant at Walt Disney World, and it's all searchable. They're all in a database. So if you're looking for steak, if you're looking for ribs, if you're looking for particular types of items, uh, all sorts of things, you can just search on it and find out which menus currently have those items on them. So obviously this gets a lot of traffic, and we thought it would be interesting to take a look for 2017, for the year. What were the 10 most searched on menus some of these are not a surprise. Some of them Some definitely of them are. are a big surprise. So we'll start off with number 10. The Boathouse over in Disney Springs. This has been a popular location since it opened. Um, I've eaten there a couple of times. I've had good experiences. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews from people about it. But generally speaking, my experiences have all been very good. Mine have been very positive. It's one of my kind of underrated spots is to go out onto the the dock seating that they have and just beautiful just get it it is a pricey uh restaurants but i like getting drinks and like an appetizer out there so you can enjoy the atmosphere and oh i love it out there so i'm i'm surprised well i i'm not surprised that it's not higher but i'm not surprised i'm not use your words it's on the list no i'm not surprised (laughs) it's on the list either um but uh definitely also one of the cool aspects of this right next to it they have the Amphibicars. That's the, mm-hmm. oh, the yeah, yeah. those yeah. cool like old style cars that mm-hmm. actually go out on the water. Yeah. So it's like you know an old Pontiac or something and the convertible, and you get in. But it's like a hundred and fifty dollars for fifteen minutes or something. It's crazy <laughs> yeah. the price of it. But it's right next, right right adjacent to uh, to the restaurant. But that's over in Disney Springs. Definitely one of the better additions that Disney Springs has made since they since they redid everything. Yeah, I think I think probably it's it was probably higher at the beginning of the year just cuz like I still consider it I still consider it a new restaurant just cuz like I really don't eat at Disney Springs that often so when I see it like cuz it's like the beginning of that new phase of really of Disney Springs or whatever like when it converted but I feel like this time next year it probably won't be on the top 10 list. Well, yeah, I'm sure guess, it's so. It's still being searched by a lot of people that haven't visited since it was open last mm-hmm. time. So there are probably a lot of people uh, searching it this past year to say, oh, what was that all about? Let me find out what they have on the menu. Well, yeah, this this list won't tell us where people are eating. This list will tell us what people are looking for and, you know, what what menus are. You know, oh, let me check the menu out for that and mm-hmm. um, things like that. So uh, Boathouse at number 10. Number 9, no surprise on any top 10 list when we're talking about dining Le Cellier at Canada, the Canada Pavilion in Epcot. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just getting another phone call. Never, ever, 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 ever put your information in with LendingTree.com. Okay. Just a little tip for me to you, okay? Because they're going to blow your phone up for 100 years. Um, but number nine, Le Cellier over at the Canada <laughs> Pavilion at Epcot. Now, 
Um, this used to be the must-have reservation at Walt Disney World, driven in large part by the Disney dining plan. Um, because for a long time, it was one table service credit to eat there. You know, great steak, great atmosphere. When they went to making it signature dining, two table service credits, all of a sudden, I, the people didn't need it quite so much. <laughs> become, it's become a lot easier to get a reservation at Le Cellier. For example, uh, we're recording this right before Thanksgiving, and uh, I was able to get a reservation in two weeks without a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, at Le Cellier. Used to be, if you weren't booking it six months out, it was the BR guest of its day. Um, but, you know, the upside to this place for me, and you've eaten there, Charles, I know, and Steve, mm-hmm. we've, yeah. we've eaten there. Have you, have you eaten there? Oh, yeah. Many, okay. yeah. many times at this point. Great steak. Incredible steak. Ridiculously expensive. Unnecessarily expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very hard to justify and the see, cost. I'm like on the other end of that. The first, I mean, the first time I ate there was a couple years ago for my birthday, and I was like, I was, I mean, that's how I judge if I enjoyed a meal was like if I left and was like, would I've paid less for that or the same or more? And like, I could eat my steak with a spoon. Like it was so good. I was like, this is like so well done. I got the fillet, and like I just I thought it was amazing. Like I still think it's the thing to do. Like that's where I tell everyone. I'm like, if we're eating an Epcot, like that's where we're going is La Cellier. So it's still my be our guest. So yeah, no, I love I love La Cellier. I just think you know in comparison to I've eaten a lot of steakhouses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's one that's my personal favorite in town. It's called Linda's La Cantina on East Colonial. It's definitely not in the tourist corridor. Um, but uh, it's kind of like, you know, stuck back in the 70s. But it's a steakhouse. It's a staple in Orlando. And absolutely amazing steak. Half the price of what you're going to pay Fish, at La Cellier. Yeah. Half the price. Um, and the quality as good or better. So that's kind of what I look at. I still enjoy any opportunity. I'm really looking forward in a couple of weeks to going back to eat there. So that's number nine. Number eight, the ever-present Hoop-dee-doo review mm. over at Fort Wilderness. Um, Longest-running dinner show in in America. It's been going since the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... Well, you were just there. Yeah, I so just went last what was week. So what was on the menu? It is um, fried chicken. So we, you can pick white or dark meat or a mix of both. You can uh, There's ribs. There, it's all family style. Um, so there's um, corn is the seasonal vegetable right now. Um, there was uh, baked beans, which I don't like, and um, salad and cornbread. And the cornbread's amazing. The fried chicken's amazing. Yeah. Um, I make that cornbread. I make that cornbread every Thanksgiving. So yeah. yeah. My yeah. only problem with uh, hoop-de-doo is I have a thing about naming, and I don't even like saying the words hoop-de-doo out loud, let alone like, where are you going? I'm going to hoop-de-doo, I guess. Like, it, it just it seems goofy, and I'll be there somewhat soon, so yeah. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But, yeah, I just, like, it's not an appetizing name. I know it's the name of the review, not the food. But like, oh, we're going to go eat at Hoop-dee-doo. It just seems goofy to me. I'm surprised this isn't higher on the list because there are a lot of – I love Hoop-dee-doo. Well, again, but, I, I, I don't think this list is necessarily which one I, I, is best. I know. I know. But I do think that there's so much out there about people talking about it, about how great it is, that I'm surprised more people that – follow our site or go on our site aren't googling it. i also think a lot of people 
because it is the longest run. It's been there since the late 70s. A lot of people have experienced this, and the menu doesn't change, really. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. The menu hasn't changed. Oh, you are in, on camera for this. Yeah, I sneak it sometimes. <laughs> the, the menu hasn't changed in, uh, since I've been going now for six or seven years to hoop de doo No, it doesn't. Um, only the seasonal vegetable, and that is it. So It doesn't need uh, to change. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with great. that. So, but I, I can see that's why a lot of people aren't necessarily searching. It's kind of Fair you point. know what you're getting at Hoopty Doo. You're getting fried chicken. Fair but point. All that considered, that it's been around for years and years. The menu doesn't change. Still number eight on the most searched menus on the Diz for 2017. Yeah, and I will say as a thing of or whatever. I mean, long story short, my my brother works at this venue or whatever in, in at the show and everything and um so i go quite a bit now to go see him before he started working there i didn't know it existed so it just wasn't a thing that i'd ever sought out or anything so to me that's all i hear about now is like hoop de doo so to me i'm like suddenly this has popped into my pop culture i guess but um you know even uh with him he says that like right now it's busier than it's been in in a long time i mean like every show is packed out like completely sold out shows you can't get tickets really unless like it's either in like the tier one seating or whatever but you know it's it's so they're they're super busy like they're doing good so all right number seven on our list no surprise here over at animal kingdom tusker house arguably the best character uh meal on on property yeah in my opinion it's my opinion too um and arguably the best breakfast buffet haven't been there for breakfast, but on on Disney property. So this is and and this can be a tough reservation to get. Mm-hmm. This can be a very tough reservation to get, even though it's not a you know make or break. You know, it's not be our guest, but it is it, it is really really popular and with good reason. So number seven, Tusker House over at Animal Kingdom. Number six, a restaurant that we just recently did a review on, Liberty Tree Tavern, over at the Magic Kingdom. So. Um, that menu does change every so often. Generally speaking, it stays pretty consistently, pretty consistent. Um, we enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a great restaurant. We enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, the menu does, doesn't change drastically, but even in the past six months since the last time I've been there, I think the pork was different. Um, and a few other things were slightly the different. The dessert so. was different. Yeah, the yeah, dessert they was different. The dessert. Yeah, so. That ooey gooey cake was amazing. Yeah, it was. Brutal. Hashtag amazing experience. Amazing experience. <laughs> Number five. This one just, I get it. It's princesses. You got to do it. But restaurant Akershus in Norway at Epcot. The food here is horrible. But the princess experience, I remember doing it with my niece. And she was like out of her mind. And it was funny because, you know, at the time, I want to say she was, I don't know, maybe four or five. And she had a fascination with shoes. She loved looking at people's shoes. So she wanted to see what the princess's shoes looked like. So she was like lifting up, not like lifting up all the way, but lifting up their dresses to look. And they were like, this one girl was like wearing like flats. Just there was nothing like you would think a princess. Oh, I mean, granted, you know, these poor girls are walking around. They're on their feet. In these outfits. They're not going to be in, you know, in pumps. But it was just, she was so embarrassed. The princess was so embarrassed. She was like, "You don't want to look at my shoes." Yeah. 
But um, so for the princess, again, this is one of those things where people are paying for that character experience with their kids. They're definitely not paying for the quality of the food. Well, I will say even beyond, I mean, I, I've personally never eaten there, but it is a thing of where once I heard that this existed and it was a thing, if I were planning out like where I wanted to take my kids to see the princesses, like compared to like Cinderella's royal table or whatever, um, I kind of want to know what's on their menu. Like Akershis, yeah. I went, mean, what's Norwegian food? Like, right. it's not you a get thing curious enough know. to search it. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why this one's so why high, that's even higher, or whatever. Like, what I'm sure. What it's is fish all about? It's Hope you like cold that. fish. Yeah, I'm sure it's mm. fish, but there you go. Well, I mean, they have they have all like the typical staples, but then they have those Norwegian mm-hmm. fermented herring. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. I'm assuming. <laughs> and you know. Uh, this kind of fishtails well into number four, which is another crappy, crappy restaurant. Uh, Hollywood and Vine uh, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios is the fourth most searched on. Because, I mean, I think people search on it to look at the menu and say, I really can't believe this food could be that bad. But yeah. then they get there and they find out, in fact, yes, it is. I'm convinced it's this high because we always talk about how horrible it is. So they say, I got to see what's on the menu. And then they're like, uh, like they, I don't know. That's my only guess as to why this is so high. It's terrible. It's just terrible. Again, you know, this is that catch-22 Disney, Disney and shame on Disney. Shame on Disney that... You know, people do it for the character experience because they want their kids to have that character experience and they tolerate the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you'll hear it all the time. People say, I, we, you know, we don't go to those buffets for the food. We go for the characters. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Disney, if you're going to charge people that much for a character experience, make sure they got something decent to eat in the process. Mm-hmm. But that's i i it's it's getting it's getting old saying it um number 3 some place that does not uh, that has great characters and is an actually a really good meal crystal palace over in the magic kingdom Sean and I ate there yeah, we did. a couple months ago for dinner mm-hmm. and i was shocked how good it was it was so good yeah. shocked it was a great buffet and i'm not a big buffet person really cuz i mean it's not i mean I don't, people are always like oh like people can touch inside of it and all that kind of thing. like that doesn't that's not my reason. I just don't care that much about buffets and I'd rather just pick my food and order it. But I thought all of it was great. Like the food was amazing. There was a good variety of stuff. They had some pretty (coughs) healthy staples. I mean, I'm sure it was like completely salt covered and everything, but they, uh, but it's still healthier than a lot of other things. And they had the Winnie the Pooh character. So it was my thing or whatever, because that's who I like, but uh, you know, so if your kids like that and want to march around the restaurant with Winnie the Pooh, that's, that's the place to go. So it was. I was very surprised how good it was. So, number three, Crystal Palace. Number two, no surprise here, Cinderella's Royal Table. That's the restaurant that's in the castle in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, this has always been a very popular, for as long as I've been doing this, this has been popular. Mm-hmm. There was a time it was the must have reservation that, you know, people's, re- you know, uh, people's vacations were ruined if they couldn't get. Mm. Uh, Cinderella's royal table, but um, it has been so long since I've been there. I honestly can't tell you um, how good it is anymore. Um, I hear mixed mixed things. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say it's really good. Again, character experience there. You know, Cinderella in the castle. Yeah. You know, with all the adornments that go on in that restaurant. So. I get why it's so popular. Yeah, I think the big thing, obviously, is being able to walk in the castle. 
and be inside the castle. Yeah. That's that's so cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm one of those people. Like if I had a daughter, like that's where we're eating. Do we like we're going to the boutique thing? Like getting to you know if I'm only getting to go like once with my kid for the year or whatever the situation is, like whatever they want to do. Like kind of like oh we'll eat in the castle, dress up. Like that's cool. I'll dress and that's up what with a lot you. of like a lot of families go. do. So, oh yeah. Well, a lot of families do. We had a contributor recently put in an article a couple months ago, I think, where they talked about doing like a couple's date night no kids at Cinderella's royal table and that it was still completely worth it. So some people are going without the character experience just for the setting well, or the scenery. At some point I'm booking that reservation for the four of us so we're going to be like four men. Oh, I'm excited. Looking creepy. <laughs> Over at Cinderella's Royal We'll send Temple. Charles to Bippity Boppity Boutique beforehand. Oh, yeah. That sounds <laughs> fabulous, Steve. On the, list, that. on the list of things that are never, ever, ever <laughs> going to happen. And since you suggested it, you get to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so number one on our list, no surprise here. The must-have reservation for the last few years has been Be Our Guest Restaurant at the Magic Kingdom. Um, and while, in my opinion, this place started off strong... Um, charitably, I can say it is now hit or miss with the food. Um, I've had more mediocre experiences than I have great ones. Um, and that's sad because when this opened, I, I remember the review that we did when it opened. I, and I want to say that was 2013, um, 2012, 2013, 2012. That if they can keep this quality, this will be a restaurant for the ages. This will be a slam dunk. Um, now it has absolutely kept its, um, uh, you know, kept its popularity. It has not, I feel like the quality isn't. It's more and more feeling like it's mass produced. Yeah. Um, especially if you're there for breakfast or lunch and then it's just like, uh, uh, it's horrible. It's yeah. just downright horrible. The lunch is terrible. But I will say, I mean, I still think it's a must-do thing or whatever, especially if you've never done it. Like, it's one of those things where... It's gorgeous you space. Gotta go because it's so pretty. Like, even if it's not, like, your favorite movie, it's so well done. Like, mm-hmm. compare it. Like, the theming's amazing in it. It's one of the few places... I think it's the only place you can meet the Beast. Um, so it's, you know... And it does tie into the storyline of, like, the Enchanted Tales with Belle, like that's the lead up to the dinner and then you go over to the restaurant for dinner like i think that's the way you're supposed to do it or whatever but when you're there like that's the storyline that you're following so i think that's neat too that it ties with the attraction and then the the restaurant and all that kind of thing so i think it's a must do still so there you have it 10 most search menus on wdwinfo.com for 2017 the boathouse at disney springs lasselier at epcot hoopty doo at fort wilderness tusker house at uh, Animal Kingdom, Liberty Tree Tavern at the Magic Kingdom, Restaurant Akershus in the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, Hollywood and Vine in Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Crystal Palace at the Magic Kingdom, Cinderella's Royal Table at the Magic Kingdom, and Be Our Guest Restaurant also at the Magic Kingdom. And that will do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, everybody.